Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, ladies first. Welcome to another week of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to do so many things with your time and you chose to be here. I appreciate it. Before we get into it, let that be drop. Yes, yes, welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome to Medicine Ball where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. But what does that mean? Exercising your mind means actively thinking about and dealing with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and comfortable in doing. Now, if you're not someone who purposely looks for alternatives as opposed to reacting in ways that require little to no effort because we already know that's easier, this will first require that you start practicing the idea of looking at things with an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now, most aren't used to this way of thinking and like anything you want to get better at, it requires effort, practice, and hard work. Now, exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to live life with more empathy, understanding, and peace, while equipping yourself with more options and effective tools to help deal with this thing called life. Now, before we go any further, I am not a psychologist, not a psychiatrist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level 1 for 16 years. And I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person who I wanted to be. And that required me to look at a lot of things, but mainly my mental health and look at it in a responsible way. Now, whether or not you're diagnosed or one of the millions of people who I'm sure can deal with some tips, tricks, and hacks for this thing called life, this is your family. So, pull up a chair, like, subscribe, share. Yo, that wasn't on purpose, by the way. So, welcome to this week's episode, Season 2, Episode 7, Brain Camp. Brain Camp. Now, before I even get into it, so I put out a little poll today on my social medias, you know, um, if you're not in the Facebook group or like the page, uh, their links are everywhere, uh, Medicine Ball LS3, or you can go to MedicineBallLS3.com, I put all the links right there, and you can see my little updates if you're someone who's been following it along, but um, I put up a poll today, right? And I asked, um, what would y'all want to talk about? Or what some questions y'all have about mental health? And I also reached out to some people personally. And um, this person to know who they are. And I said, what should I talk about this week? I actually, no, nah, that's not what happened. She asked me, um, what is this week's topic? And I told her, you know, brain camp. You know, I'm going to give some exercises or whatnot. And I was like, what you think? And she was like, you have to talk about it. You have to talk about what's going on. With the, you know, she didn't say you had to talk about it, but she was like, how about, because I don't, I don't want to quote her wrong, how about you talk about, you know, what's going on in uh, Minnesota, rest in peace, Greg Floyd, uh, God be with his family, and God be with the people who are making those decisions that are going to carry weight, but um, talk about it and how it affects you mentally, and so I immediately rebuttaled. I was like, man, I don't want to talk about it because I feel some type of way about it. And, you you know, I don't want to offend anybody. And I know people are up in arms and they might not really listen. But um, I might rename this Greg Floyd, honestly. I'm going to put that at the end of it. Brain Camp Greg Floyd. This is on the fly. But I was like, I don't want to do it. And then as I'm thinking about it, you know, I start to thinking 
Like, I want to talk about how you can, like, exercise your brain and talk about the brain and little techniques and stuff because, you know, I've become more verse. I can record a little bit better, whatever, whatever. And I was like, no, I'm going to talk about it because I could roll that into what I'm doing. Last week's episode on the fly. Check it out. So rest in peace to Greg Floyd, man. We, I mean, what do I really have to say? I mean, number one, it's all over everywhere. And number two is something that happens far too often, far too often. Now, this part right here that y'all are hearing, I literally wrote down under my seg notes, like, don't pick a side, don't down talk the police. And that's not what I'm going to do. Just work with me here. Please don't get offended. If, if you get offended by anything I'm about to say, uh, either one, this is your first time hearing the podcast. Or you might need to hear the previous episode first. And number two, you know, maybe you need to hit this brain camp that I'm going to get into. But this is what I wanted to focus on. Number one. Before I say anything about what's right and wrong, no, I'm going to say it's wrong because, I mean, if you want to look at it, and I try to create examples based off of, like, any race, any side you're on, cop, civilian, anything that you're with is going to be something that we can agree on. And my thing is, my man was handcuffed. You handcuffed and on the ground. A toddler can mess you up. At, I, that's number one. That don't have nothing to do with race or nothing. Somebody is handcuffed and on the ground, and I'm not sure. I'm going off the top here. I believe, like, one of the, like, rules of engagement. I'm sorry, the Geneva Convention. I don't know, but it says something about, like, being treated humanely, even if you're being detained. And there's a reason I'm mentioning the Geneva Convention. So just from that point of view, but here's the thing. We have to come up with solutions, Right. We need to focus, not just us, and, and I'm, I'm speaking to the black community or to everybody, but on behalf of the black community, because let's be honest, like, like, and I don't even want to do it because we'll talk about that in a second. But it's just like, if you just want to look at it bluntly, like another incident involving a black man dead and the cops and some type of like detainment, you feel what I'm saying? It's too many patterns. Like, it's one thing to say, yo, he pulled out a gun or, but it's like. Another situation where it's another I can't breathe shirt that's going to literally be able to like even the statement is the same. So it's a problem. But let's we need to focus on solution. Right. So let me go from that into talking about patterns. We always talk about patterns. Patterns are like what it comes to when it comes to dealing with life habits and things of that nature. Just let's look at patterns. Right. When I thought about this and I was like, man, this happens too much. And on top of that, like. It's like it's some type of background or some kind of, like, blueprint to it. Because the first thing that came in my mind is, okay, as far back as I could think of some that's exactly like a a blue a, a carbon copy is the Rodney King situation, right? Some Somebody, uh, 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 something, an injustice happens to a black uh, man. It's caught on camera. It's not really pursued and dealt with the proper way until the public sees the footage. Then it becomes... Uh, speaking out on injustices and demanding for justice a lawsuit somewhere is involved whether they live or die uh there's protests then there's riots then there's national footage on the riots and then somewhere there's always sprinkled in there somewhere like yo um they're messing up their own community or black store owner comes forward and it's always and i ain't trying to make light out of it but just like yo let's look at the facts always carbon copy and then, you know, somebody says something and then we mad. The cop eventually gets something done to him and then it's a wrap. 
that's what we should be looking at. The only thing that's different, and I always talk about the numbers that tell, is like how often these things are happening. Like, you see what I'm saying? So it used to be like, yo, Rodney King, maybe it was a couple of years. And this and, and it's probably really not been spaced out, but it's only spaced out based on everybody being known about it. Because black people, anyway, I'm not taking sides, but it's just like, where it makes this big national uproar where they televise it and everything, it was like once every 10 years, once every five years, once every three years, once every year, once every 12 months, once every six months, once every three months. We just had what happened in Georgia, and I don't even want to get into it. We, we Y'all know what I'm talking about. So, like, let's just look at patterns. If you a coach of a team, like, regardless of the players on the team, if you don't win for 10 years, you're going to get a new coach. If you're a GM, rather. You can get a new coach or else you don't deserve to be a GM. You're going to make an adjustment. So all I'm saying is, here we go again. People are upset. They're sensitive about it. Uh, we're out protesting. We're out rioting. They broadcast the riots again. And they say the same thing. Like, let's go ahead. I'm going to keep it real. They say, you know what they say? Look at those black people. And then we get mad. Oh, they're messing up their own communities. Yeah, it's, it's probably disrespectful and condescending, but... Facts is, we messing up our own communities. Like, we not even stopping to be like, yo, before we riot, mm, this area has a bunch of black-owned businesses, so we can't hit We not even going about it the right way. You feel what I mean? So we need to come up with solutions. So I mentioned the Geneva Code, and I'm trying to stay with it here. And you have to play. Sometimes it's better to operate within, if there's a problem, doesn't it make sense that you have to solve that problem or get that problem resolved using the same system and techniques that cause the problem? So, for instance, there's a reason that these cops aren't being able to go straight to jail and that they could just say all this unreasonable force and all that. Because, and this goes into my second thing, I just talked about patterns and we're talking about, again, let's keep the focus. This is brain camp. We're going into exercise in the mind. But, like, there are legal policies and statures and citations and references that are going on behind the scenes that protect these cops so instead of being mad and just being like yo why don't you just throw them in jail it don't work like that so next time you go look at any type of lawsuit or whatnot I, and even if you have i like i know y'all have seen it somewhere where it's like in the example or frederick versus brown 1979 the court the supreme court ruled or if you one of those people who are always like looking to tell the cops off or look at those videos, I'll be watching those videos where people want to um, buck on the cops when they get pulled over. They're like, well, according to Brown versus thing, these are cases that they have brought before the Supreme Court to overturn something. I guarantee, and I haven't even looked up yet, that there's uh, something along the lines of what is considered self-defense or reasonable force or excessive force. If you go read that law and what they have, somewhere in there is going to be a couple of incidents of, in the case of such and such and such in 1973 in San Diego, that means something, man. If you don't know what it means, keep this in mind what I'm saying. We got to start looking it up. So I get it. Yeah, fight, violence, riot. I get it. I get it. Demand justice. I get it. But y'all trying to demand justice again in another two weeks? Because the duration, like the time between incidents is like shrinking. Or y'all trying to like nip this in the bud? Because I'm going to take y'all to the next part. Mindfulness. You got to pause sometimes and zoom out. Because the, I have talked to a couple of people, including my father, about this, this shooting. And then, again, exercising your mind. My first question is, so do you know what happened in Chicago this weekend? Memorial Day weekend? You don't? Yeah. Uh, highest uh, murder or shooting incidents and murders in Chicago in the last four or five years. Ten murders. 
39 shootings. Now, to the average person who listened too quick, they're going to be like, yeah, it's just been in the last four years. We're in the middle of a pandemic. And again, I talk about this all the time, the numbers that tell. We're in the min- middle of a pandemic in Chicago, an area where we're supposed to be inside because the numbers and the data tell us we black people, men in these low-income areas are the highest risk to die from COVID. So we ain't even supposed to be out here. And then we want to go in front of these people and judges and throw out a race thing or something like that and demand justice. And this is what I'm trying to tell you, like to a wise person or a person who's aware of what's going on or to the people who's writing these laws and whatnot, they definitely know about that murder thing in Chicago. Now, a couple of things there in that, cause that's loaded because number one, we ain't supposed to be outside in that area in this situation due to COVID. And then number two is just like, wow, that's a bad look. So just going to speak on this for a minute. Reparations. When we talk about reparations, let's just look real quick. I'm just going real quick. We're pretty much asking a person who we curse out, call racist, uh, whatever, whatever. We don't know the systematic things that were put in place and the way that it works with this law out here to pay us some money. And not only that, who's going to pay for it? Like, where does that make sense just on a business scale? Because I'm with it. I'm with the reparations thing, but it got to make sense. It got to make sense. You can't bring math formulas into breaking down a literature priest or a ballot. You can't. I mean, you can. And guess what? It's going to look weird. It's going to stand out. It's going to be loud. It's going to make a big bang. It's going to get everybody's attention because I'm going to be like, what's these math numbers doing over here in this in this in this sonnet that was written? But if you want to like really translate it and be able to say you might want to use an English formula for that ballot assignment. So what I'm trying to say is. There are laws that happen like this cop got convicted of murder within four days. And that's just because and again, I don't mean this in a way like open mind, like as a country, we're desperate for anything to take our way from the pandemic. So it's too many eyes, the whole world on them, like in the justice system. Now, let's reverse it. Let's let's say if it was a black officer who I don't know, may have had a little drink. We human and hit a pedestrian on his way home. And it was like, yo, he going to jail in four days. Y'all gonna be like, oh, that's too fast to process. And, and so you see what I'm saying? But that's what I'm trying to say. You got to zoom out and take it and we can get stuff done. All right. So we're going to go from that. Rest in peace, Greg Floyd. This is going to be renamed Brain Camp, Greg Floyd. We're going to go from that into what I wanted to talk about, the workout, because I on the fly. Check the last episode if you don't know what I mean by that. I know how I'm going to string this together, all right? So I ain't going to hold y'all. Medicine ball with your boy, LS3. New beats on the way, by the way, because you know what I'm about to say. Check this beat. If you're following me on my social medias, man, um, I just got me a, a Kai MPK mini, MIDI with the drum pad and all the little knobs and bells and whistles. So I'm definitely back inspired. I've been working hard. Check this beat. We'll be right back. Brain Camp, Greg Floyd, Season 2, Episode 7. Medicine ball. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies. Medicine Ball, Season 2, Episode 7, Brain Camp, Greg Floyd. Every time I put this track in, man, y'all don't even know I be rapping while I'm editing it. You gotta let that beat drop. Hey, hey. Welcome back. Let's get right into it, man. So, so what I'm gonna try to do in my attempt to 
always improve content for you guys and make it a little bit more listener friendly and more attractive when you look on that joint i realize man if i look on it if it ain't skipping shannon or something and it's 40 50 minutes we're gonna bring um we're gonna put it all together in this next seg man so brain camp man we talking about exercising your mind getting to a better place i explain you know again rest in peace what's going on with mr greg floyd and his family or his situation rather i wish them the best and I showed y'all how to look at it from a different way, but it's kind of like I wanted to give y'all the workout. So I'm going to give y'all some workouts I do. And then like and again, if you've been following me, I've been talking about this even like before the podcast. I've been doing this stuff, but I actually went and researched just to kind of see where I was because I was like, people might go look it up and be like, you don't know. Stuff. And it lines up and I'm going to bring it together. So number one, man, I say this all the time. And. and for me, okay, so let me start off by saying this, man. When it comes to exercising your brain or even trying to change how you think and deal and relate with situations and, you know, relationships and your actions and whatnot, when it comes time for you to make a change, the first, the most important part, and I always say this, you have to know yourself, right? It's like you got to go in and give yourself a physical, like what can I mentally take, right? So when I say some of the things that I'm relating to myself, like, and that's why I'm starting to you know, give my my workouts and my experiences, relate them to my diagnosis of bipolar and how it helps me. And as a matter of fact, I hope y'all are like, that's weird. Why would you do that? Because you have to know yourself. You have to know your diagnosis. So before I give these workouts, I'm a person who can motivate myself by talking trash. I gave y'all an example of a salad. Like, man, you've been eating Doritos all day. You can't eat a salad before you go to bed, bro. Get you a simple that. Like, man, you ain't get up and make breakfast, but you can't drink a smoothie. You know, I know myself. So when I do things, I always talk about this in multiple podcasts. You got to set yourself up for these wins and mark them down as actual victories so you can give you some moral support and boost. You got to have something to hold on to, right? So number one thing I do, and this helps me with my diagnosis and where I'm at and why, uh, you know, I'm able to cope a little bit more peacefully because, uh, you know, let me pause right quick. Anybody, all those people who called and text me last week because they could hear it in my voice on the podcast, which I intentionally recorded it that way. So you can see that I'm not perfect. I go through things, too, and heard it in my voice and hit me up and checked on, checked on me. I appreciate that. All right. Now, back to what I'm saying. OK, so a new language. Anybody who knows me or even if you've been following me on my social medias, I just posted another 50 day streak, which I don't know if a daylight savings time or something caught me a couple of weeks back. But on, on my Spanish lessons, on the program I use, who I will not say their name, and I'm going to be transparent, I just had to go back and delete it because I blurted out their name, and I'm trying to work something out with them. If you know, you know. If you don't, oh well. But everybody's like, that might be corny. How does that help you or whatever? First of all, I talked about this before. When you learn another language and, like, really learn it, like, now you're open up to a whole other culture and a whole other view of experiences, situations, information, relationships, even in uh, my job, I'm to the point now where I might be dealing with somebody who I can tell obviously prefers Spanish. And just by me throwing out a little word that's not some hablo inglés or something like that, that's a really, if you understand the dictions and the verbs and the conjunctions, uh, conjunctions of the verb, it's not like the right way to say it. You know, because I'm talking to somebody who'll be like, oh, he knows. Oh, okay. And, and, and it might just build the relationship, but it opens me up with my diagnosis and the way I can be when I, you know, overshoot sometimes and, and do research, which is the second part. Well, we'll say right into that. But 
it opens you up to new topics, new ideas. Like I had to really go back and take English lessons again to really comprehend and understand it because I just talked about the streak. I'm a streaky person. I related my ability, and this is just to show you how you can work it all together. Like I know I'm a streaky person, right? So like whether it be a time when I want to stop uh, drinking or I was drinking, I was drinking, or maybe I was smoking and I wanted to stop smoking or something like that. The streak is what got me through. It wasn't none of that other extra stuff, which probably like scientifically works. It's just like, yo, you don't win three days, right? So even with uh, the streak, it pushes me every day to pursue it. And as I learn more and more, I'm satisfying my thirst for knowledge, which is part two, curiosity. But before I go there and I applied my pattern along with my trash, talking to myself like, man, you can build up a streak for practice in Spanish, but you can't build up a streak on the daily Bible app. So it just went and I'm, that might not be the right motivation. But for again, for me and how I deal with my you know diagnosis, my race and thoughts and focusing, it built me a streak. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, now I'm actually doing these daily Bible plans. Oh, OK, now I'm reading these stories. Now it's interesting to me and it's helping me to you know, renew and strengthen my relationship and my faith and, you know, God, my belief. All right. So that's the second thing. So right off of that curiosity. So like, I don't know about y'all, but like, you just got to pay attention to life, how it works and ride the wave momentum. Right. So if I'm chances are, if I'm looking at the con conjugating of uh, the verbs in Spanish, learning to look at things from new perspectives, even when it comes to the Bible app, the thing that attracted to, oh, it's two or three different versions. Oh, okay. Oh, I've heard this verse a million times. I just didn't hear it in a way I understood it. Let me research. Hmm. I wonder what these red letters mean when it shows up in the Bible. I don't know. Curiosity is the next thing that I make sure I do every day. And curiosity, you know, um, I looked up and I think it's something like 80,000 thoughts a day on average is what we have in the human being, right? 80,000 thoughts a day is what they put. And it's probably more than that, depending on who you are, you know, what your function is, what you have going on or whatnot, but 80,000, right? And I think they broke that down to be like 2,500 thoughts an hour. Every time you have a thought in your head, it is not something that, not you, but us. It's not something you knowledgeable about. Not every single thing, but when I come across something that I just really don't know nothing about and I have no idea about it, I make it my business to pause, which is the next thing I'm going to say again to pause and be like, yo, let me continue this exercise in my brain and the thought of researching and actually finding some good information. And I'm not even saying just go to one source and Google. Okay, Google said that. No, I'm hitting up a couple of pages. It teaches your mind to think and look at things from different points of views and seek answers. And that in self will increase your curiosity in life. I say that it will allow you to look at things from a different point of view. Even with what we're talking about with these laws and this injustices, maybe you might get curious and be like, well, I wonder what he's saying about these articles. Like, what law is it that these we got to go through this every time something happens? All right. Second part, thankfulness minus. And again, these are three things that I do. And on the back end, I'm going to relate it to what you can do in situations where you can use it. We're going to wrap it up. But mindfulness, thankfulness. So what I do personally, and I'll bank this one with my tip, but mindfulness is just being aware of the now and what's going on and i attach thankfulness to it because again these are my three that i do every day when i start getting grumpy and when i start complaining and when i start feeling in a crabby mood or i'm being snappy or short i don't like to be that type of person so i make sure i'm mindful of the situation what's going on 
And again, all of my stuff is consistent because that has to go into my Mamba mentality and my acronym. Go check that episode if you didn't catch it. And I start being overly thankful. So I have my relationship with God that I'm trying to build as well as all of this. Again, I could be ringing the bell in the background for bonus points because I'm playing into the things that I know are my strengths, my weaknesses, my triggers and the things that cause me to react. And I start being extra thankful. You know, um, I might come down and again, my father, I love him. Me and his relationship is building day by day, but he's getting older. So now I'm having to clean up and take care of the house and stuff. And I might start complaining about, man, this dude don't never do the dishes. Then I start thinking, wait, 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 wait. This man's 72 years old next month. Thanks be to God. And if anything happened to my father, I would pray for God that I wake up and find some dishes gone in my sink from my father if he wasn't here furthermore i'm complaining and i'm about to make a smoothie and even when i'm being grumpy about my smoothie my dude you grumpy because you can't fit your blueberries your premium blueberries into your smoothie who you think you are thank you you got electricity i know it sounds overly but again this is me and who i'm trying to be thank you for this electricity thank you for this blender Thank you that I'm able to get the specific food I want to eat. Thank you that this, this guy leaves these dishes here because I'll take some dirty dishes any day for instead of nothing. Mindfulness of the situation and what's really going on, even when I was talking about, again, the situation with Chicago. Before you say, yeah, it's always high murders. Mindfulness of what's going on. We're not even supposed to be outside. Aware, pausing, and as I say, a little sports thing that my father taught me was step off the green, pause, zoom out so you can see the big picture and notice the patterns and things that come together. Now, I'm going to flip right off of that. What can you do? Yeah, LS3, maybe we've heard it, maybe we haven't. I'm not really into all that stuff. Which uh, I want to get right, but that ain't my regimen. I got you. So when I was in high school, um, again, I went to Shiloh High School in Gwinnett County. Go Generals! It was like a, like, I don't know, I don't know, man. It was a pre predominantly, y'all know the story, man. It was predominantly white at that time. Like, they actually had a football weight room and all of that. But anyway, long story short, this workout plan, I call the Peanut Gallery. And some people might know what this is. I don't know if this is something everybody said. Well, I've heard people say it before, but when, when, when I was playing ball back at high school, the Peanut Gallery was people who couldn't bench press. 145 pounds which is equal to the olympic bar and 145 plate and i just wanted to get up out the peanut gallery so bad that i work hard so i got a workout plan for y'all in the peanut gallery mentally welcome to the medicine ball gym number one an easy easy technique that you can use and it's just piggybacking off of what i say it's the mindfulness thankfulness technique maybe you don't want to be all extra thankful you might think it's corny and you don't stop breathe and I'm going to show you how breathing can be something that you can do every day and tie it into mindfulness. So the next time you're getting uptight and you want to start practicing or it's a situation that seems overwhelmingly, calm yourself, take a deep breath, but hold it. Hold your breath in. Keep holding it. Holding it. And hold it until it's not, not until you want to breathe out, but until it's uncomfortable and your lungs burn. And as they burn and you exhale, realize how much a blessing it is to be able to have breath right now in this moment. Let's not take that for granted. That does a couple of things for you. Number one, it puts things in perspective. 
of whatever you're going through. You're breathing. Hold that breath until your lungs burn. You're breathing. Number two, taking it in deep breath, like scientifically triggers in certain things and certain chemicals in your brain that will cause certain things to happen, such as relaxing or becoming more aware. It slows you down and makes you more aware and mindful of the moment. So that's number one for the peanut gallery. Breathe. Breathe in. Hold it in. Number two, next step. Take that next step, man. All right. So if you're listening to this and you're open to the techniques and the things that I'm um, saying to you, whether you're diagnosed or you're just looking to be like more effective in how you look at things and whatnot, take that next step. So not often because the chance to quit arises multiple times a day, even more than we're probably aware of, whether it be you don't want to make your bed when you normally do or you don't want to do those dishes in the sink or you don't want to roll the garbage down to the street or you don't want to go to work. Or you're depressed and you just don't feel like going in. It's like a million, not literally, but there's plenty of chances and opportunities where we quit that we might not even be aware that that's what we're doing. Just take one of those examples each day and decide, you know what? I want to give up. I'm tired. I don't want to do it. But just on this one particular instance, I'm going to take that next step. Take that next step. And do it. You don't have to do it in every situation. We y'all in the peanut gallery if you if, if you're not used to this way type of thinking. I get it. Take that next step. Now you may fail, and be like, man, see, that's why. That's easy to do. But sooner or later, if you take enough next steps, you will get a victory. Number three, man, curiosity killed the cat, but the cat had nine lives, and they might have learned something. You dig? That was off the head. Search something. We, 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 were, we were talking about that, man. We, we, we talked about that. We think of 80,000 things a day. They say 2,500 things an hour. We don't know every single thing that comes across our mind because the average person, and when I say average, I mean all of us, like how human beings are, is too busy looking for something else to be distracted by. And when they're looking for something else, that means they don't even know what to do themselves or they rather somebody else. Even it could be a commercial. Like, man. Uh, dag, all these medicine commercials, and they be speaking fast. I wonder what they're actually saying. Bam, use that. You got a phone in your head. Check this out, y'all. Hey, Google. You can literally talk to your phone. If you have something you don't know about, maybe you want to start a business, or you want to know about algorithms to increase your followers so you can gripe about the injustices. Take that time, pick one thing a day, and actually put in the effort to go research it, and it will increase your curiosity in life. And the information you find may open you up to be able to look at things from an unbiased point of view. All right? Yo, we wrapping it up. I told y'all, man, I did the numbers. I, I did my research to see what's a good podcast number. MedicineBallLS3.com. Thank you guys, guys again for joining me this week. Brain Camp, Greg Floyd. Rest in peace. Season 2, Episode 7. Check me out. Uh, MedicineBallLS3.com Also check me on all social medias MedicineBallLS3.com Join my group so we can answer polls I've been speaking to some dope people man And I'm in the works I got a little meeting on a Sunday I'm in the works to get like an actual doctor on here Alright Yo follow me Reach out to me Email me All of that I'm here for you If you need you know just an unbiased point of view Or another way to look at it Or just got some general questions I'm very easy to contact Alright Until next week I love y'all. Keep your head up. I believe in you. You got this. Medicine ball. Yeah, yeah.